Hey, everybody, it's John. And thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks away so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. Hey y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hey, I'm John Hall. Justin Kennedy is back there on mute. Happy Labor Day to all of the laborers that give us a uh, a three-day weekend. And and that's to you, the taproom employees, the brewers who are mashing in on, you know, while everybody else is out at the at the beach and at the pool, and to all of you know the hardworking folks out there who who keep us on the air. Happy Labor Day. Thanks for everything. And that's going to lead us into a three-day weekend. Get at us. You, <laughs> you left off the most important laborers, the guys sitting on their couches having a sip of beer, rating it on untapped to make sure everything <laughs> is always fair in all of craft brewing. Um, Mom! Mom! <laughs> Mom! We got to give this two bottle caps. A four and a quarter. What yeah. a fool! Um, this, anyway. wild, this wild ale tastes like horse blanket. <laughs> Murr. Speaking of wild ales, hey, like blankets, that segue. Yeah. look at that. I can't believe you. So what's funny Nailed is it, it took me a second to realize the Nailed law. It. I was like, wait, he just fed me easy. Hey, James Priest of Referend, formerly of New Jersey. Welcome back to the show. How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty well. Thanks yeah. for, uh, yeah. You escaped. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah Do you want to just jump right into politics? How much better does it feel on that side of the Delaware? Is it as good as I imagine? Like eighty percent better, or you know, hundred eighty percent, or whatever, whatever that. Works Let me out. ask you though: Do you find yourself eating more Scrapple? No, same amount Good. of Scrapple. Honestly, same amount of pork roll. Same amount, zero. Yeah, yeah. Pork roll is spreading. I see pork roll posts from Hawaii, which. Well, there's it, that. I mean, there's it wasn't like we ever tried to keep it secret. It James, yeah. back me up here. It's not like we ever tried to keep it secret. Like we wanted people to love pork roll. They just refused for 180 years. It like great. it's not like we're like, don't tell anybody about our little brewery in the corner of town. It was come and get it, people. And everybody's like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> well, people suck. No, but I really do want James's feedback. So, James, right. I, I doubt yeah. you're listening to the show devoutly for the seven years since the last or time you were on. Or not devoutly, not never, you know, somewhere yeah. between. But one of the <laughs> things people come to us for is my completely blown out, over the top, ridiculous reaction to the state of laws in New Jersey. Yeah, and since I know, I know it's not why you left, but right. there's no way it was no part of why you left. I'm just, I'd really love for them to get a fair, more calm, level-minded guy's approach. You know, the kind of guy who can be patient enough to make his entire business around spontaneous beers what's yeah. the patient man's reaction to new jersey especially having been here and having left so there's obviously like i don't know there's more than a handful of onerous uh brewing laws right or policies or you know i guess laws um in jersey some of which didn't bother us much um the tour requirement didn't bother us much because we don't like to you know give people a baseline of what we're doing and how it's different. Uh, the food didn't bother us too, too much, except for when it's, you know, just totally against any basic public health of offering <laughs> any measure of snack or anything to people who are drinking. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and see, yeah, the, the, the obvious um, fairly open corruption behind that is like, just not, uh, it's just a bit unsavory, yeah. um, but kind of probably the biggest one for us is since we uh, 
decided at the outset to make only spontaneous beer, you know, that's a very niche thing. And to not have the ability to serve literally anything else, food, other people's beer, other wine, spirits, et cetera, that's, that's extremely limiting. So we would see all the time, you'd have a group of people, one of whom was like dragging everybody along, had to get to us. Maybe a couple <laughs> other people had passing interests and a couple people who are just like yeah. deeply unhappy. And like yep. take it out on, you know, who should yep. be our our fans um, that we very much want there. But and obviously, you know, drinking anywhere it's such a it doesn't have to be a group activity. I love you know just reading and drinking places, but it's uh, yeah more commonly you want the social alone in the dark. Yeah, no, I, I mean, well, that's 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 a writer talking, not a brewer talking. Um, yeah. Sure. But uh, that so, so you know, since you left, they doubled down on that, and they've forbidden us from serving coffee. Oh my god! Like if if you, let's just say you came in with a buddy or two buddies, and had a beer, and we're being all the way responsible and just going to drink a coffee while your two friends finished flights and you were driving home, not allowed to serve you coffee. Like That's, specifically, yeah. they said coffee. And and it's not like I know who was that in South Jersey that had like a roaster and cafe element. Right. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not whoever just, he is, he's the guy. He's the guy actually suing. Uh, well, yes, at this he point. Yeah, no, he's yeah. absolutely right. They've attacked yeah. his business model. Right. But there's a, you know, I don't know why anybody who's involved in the enforcement of laws slash collection of taxes on beers would give any fucks about the coffee industry and whether we stepped on their toes or not but right. it's written i can't brew like if you were like augie i can't drink anymore these guys are going to be here for two hours can you give me a pot of coffee from the brewer uh, you know a cup of coffee from the brewer's pot in the brewery and i was like i'd have to say james that's explicitly forbidden by the abc in new jersey yeah that's part of place. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the important and fun stuff. Um, I don't want to start off with annoying things about being sour producer, especially a sour only producer, but I will come to some of them. Let's talk about the great things. That's last year here, which are the annoying things. So I'm excited for that also. Well, so I all right, I'll start with that because I just love your feedback. And if it's a one word answer, we can just get beyond it. But okay. you know, when you were here seven years ago. Carton has an entire line of beers that are just Berliners with fruit added pre-fermentation I call Highlander Vices. Yeah. And we were dabbling in real spontaneous fermentation and trying to ramp that business up. And you were the other end of that spectrum, 100% real spontaneous fermentation, often fruited and mm -hmm. for years in a barrel. And in the seven years since you've come on, 90% of the people I interact with expect sour to be the things magnify Bolero at 450. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's and true. Tick, 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 boom. And yeah. none, of, none of it bothers me. Like, I want everybody to be happy, but the co-option of the word sour, which we always knew was, a, like, last time you were on, we were talking about method uh, whatever as a way yeah, to differentiate. Method traditional. But as a way to differentiate between the sours that failed right. and now everybody i hand a lovely light berliner to or you hand a proper funky barrel age to are like but this doesn't taste anything like strawberry quick and a jolly rancher yeah yeah the so that would be an annoying thing of biggest. being sour producers yeah i mean thankfully we never uh we hesitate always to like even use the word sour not to say that many of our beers don't become or present as sour, but it's a little too reductive. And I'm obviously increasingly thankful that we never, you know, <laughs> full on. I know there were, you know, yeah, I think Cascade and Rare Barrel were some of the people kind of doing it somewhat properly, you know, kind of long aging, barrel aging things and, and still, still calling everything uh, some, yeah, some kind of sour ale. Well, Cascades were so fucking sour. That well, I mean, yeah, I mean those, were, those, those, those were those were those yeah. Ron Gansberg knew yeah. what he was doing. Like, and when, when, when your pH is two point two, 
if you don't say sour, you've committed a crime. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's but they, but that but those beers also had balance to them too, right? It wasn't just Did that one instrument. There was oh yeah. Oh, frequently, frequently. Yeah. Okay. I've still, yeah. by the way, the two of the you, more modern interpretations, the, not so much. Place, but when Gansberg at, was running it, yes. At that place we end up with at outside, you know, when we're in the city, that apartment, that fridge has 12 13 year old cascade bottles in it. So we can open that whenever you want to check in on how they age. Great. Anyway, um, so go on, James. You were saying, but so so obviously I get that. I just I'm just saying that since the last time we talked, when I was like, God, I wish I could make more spontaneous beers, and you were a hundred percent spontaneous beers, and we yeah. do need to talk about how that last seven years has gone because I'm super interested. But you know what I mean? There's basically the world just co-opted all. Yeah, I think of they it. They call I... them Berliners, and it makes me fucking crazy. And goes, yeah. yeah, goes was the first one to go. Um, yeah, so I mean, right when we opened and we were like, uh, ever talking about that this is lambic style beer before we got you know slapped on the wrist by certain long toed uh Belgians. Um, <laughs> uh, then we would we would have people are like, oh, I know what you're talking about, and invariably they would think of Lindemann's framboise. Um, and we're like, no, no, no. Not, that's no. not that's not actually at all what we're talking about it's i think the same the same thing the back sweetening um or you know just never never fermenting to begin with um wow wow this is, this is, this is the way of the world it's just it's wow sugar on a, wow. On a nasty I, look dude I, i'm in love with the sentence i just wish i'd said it <laughs> anyway that's right by the end of the show augie's gonna augie's gonna be claiming credit for that sentence anyway so that's fine um and you know what's gonna help us get there just a little bit faster let's yeah, let's get to the black glass and then we'll come back to the last seven years all right what brings us together on seal this beer is a candid conversation of fest beer how it tastes <laughs> and what it's doing not what it was meant to be not how it was but which fest beer justin has sent us in late august this year yeah, John. Uh, early as I, September. As I raise this glass to my lips, since we closed with a fest beer last week, as I raise this glass to my lips, I said, "Oh, Justin's doing his all fest beer Labor Day again, and it's lovely. I love yes, it. I can't tell you anything about it other than it's a very light Martin. You know, yes. it's not a heavy, thick Martin. It's a very light, fast Martin. It's delightful. It's got all those pretty, like a smell, little bit of like." what I would call spice cabinet somewhere between clove nutmeg and um, oh, cinnamon in the fermentation, but fancy. only in the fermentation and a mix of all that spiciness. There's yeah. a nice, almost Maris caramely aromatic that never comes through on the palate, only shows up as kind of austere, well-behaved, very light brown beer. And austere. the fermentation is clean. The only thing about it is somewhere there's like an an artificial sweetener hit on the palate that is uh-huh. is distracting. Um, but if there's nothing added to this and all of those aromatics are where malts and fermentation meet, this is a very pretty beer. If somebody yes. puts shit in this, it's not. Yeah. Um, I'll just go back to your original uh, note on it being light where – on a previous show, we were drinking the Sierra Nevada um, Oktoberfest that had just a little bit of heft to it, just a little bit of body. It wasn't booze. overwhelming. Yeah, a little bit of booze. Yeah, and but also just like like mouthfeel-wise, so it felt a little more autumnal. It felt like a light-grade sweater kind of thing, um, <laughs> uh, uh, whereas this is still wearing a T-shirt in mid-September. Um and it's you know it, it's not quite that uh, 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 enveloping and warmth kind of thing, um, but I, I I dig it. I've been as we've been talking politics and uh, the glory days of Cascade. I, the the black glass has been draining very very quickly. Yeah, this is this one is of those. This is a dangerous. Yeah, this is. I've one got of those to go ones... to Bruce Springsteen tonight. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, at this point, it's just going to turn into karaoke. And so, James, uh, James, before we throw to you for your, you do have this, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, and uh, you're drinking good. I wasn't sure. I saw. So I just. I just opened it and poured it. Um, Fucking but... Justin. Um, all right, that's fair. We'll wrap your head around it because my final note that kind of came. I think, like you, John, I just kept drinking it, so I didn't get a good finish note. But yeah. as I talked and listened to you talk, there's a very interesting corn silk mid palate, almost under roasted raw malts flavor to the finish mm. that I, I'm I'm intrigued by. It's in no way unpleasant, but it's a unique kind of dryness to me. Um, yeah, this but. This does not make me think of like a particular brewery or any kind at of at all. That's yeah, my and, problem. It doesn't and, even make me feel regional in the fermentation. And it's so, not ashy enough to be European or diacetyl enough to be American. This is uh, honestly, this is where if you have James, a James, I tried pub, that one for you. Thank you. Thank you. If you have a local pub, <laughs> um, and this is on offer. Like this is sort of the, like a nondescript type of place, like a neighborhood joint kind of thing. This fits in yeah. there, right? It's not making me think about drinking outdoors. It's not making me think of, uh, you know, barbecues or anything else like that. Like this is, oh, that's reliable for my nondescript neighborhood bar. See, I hope a it's a room. name. I hope it's a name I don't know. And I don't mean now. I mean, when I walk in that place and I want to see some dumbass you know we make our business on buffalo wings mozzarella sticks and one dollar pints of miller bar in new jersey get talked into one of these as an attempt wander in there for some reason like you know you and i were in the area and it said it had beer we had a flat tire the, yeah see they put an Oktoberfest on the chalkboard because nobody would ever commit a menu to this and try to support them by ordering it and be pleasantly surprised that this is what it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be like, all right, so let's drink 10 of these and get the fuck out of here. Right. Because I feel Place like I could here. Drink all day. All right, James, you've had enough time. Does everything we're saying sound like a lie to you? Do you think it's a no, I, um, nerd sour? It's the it's definitely like um deeper and richer than even Mertzen to me and not to say it's not but just it would be that kind of more expressive and even maltier side of like chocolatier yeah it's just yeah it's um it's like even more autumnal could be some yeah like american brewer really pushing um the oktoberfest well past its septemberness into like you know just all-purpose fall seasonal thing Oh, I like but that. It's that's it's delightful. Who does that, John? Who's a big brewery that makes a Martin and just calls it Burning Leaves? Harpoon was doing that for a while with a. I think they had a, it was called like flannel or something. It might have been a brown, but they had a. It had like an autumnal vibe to it, um, like a lighter. Brown. Was it? Was it? Was it all the wonderful diacetyl of Ringwood in a Martin? Not nothing I recall. Okay, all right. But I know where you're all going. All right, with so it I, I respect. So, it. hey, I'm here for you, um, <laughs> James. Let's get back to you, babe. So last time, you, you guys want to know what it is? Wait, where to go? Oh, fuck. We just we told you what it is. It's a Martin. It's an October. This is fest. from this is from Wiseacre Brewing in Memphis, Tennessee. This is Memphis, Tennessee. Fest. Is Memphis, that where Graceland is? Because I'm going there with diamonds on the soles of my shoes. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Different songs, but yeah. <laughs> Brian Cass is here too, by the way. Hey, what's up, Cass? What's cracking, y'all? Happy Friday. Do you have this? This finish what it is. So, is it an Oktoberfest? Can we move on? It's it's it is. It's Paul Simon's Oktoberfest. Yes. Uh, Why is it an American brewer? Does it have anything interesting about it? And is it spiced in any way? Not spiced in any way, just a straightforward. Good job. Uh, and that's this is a great beer. This is a really neat beer. Good for them. I wish the North supported just lager as much as the South does. The fact that a New Orleans brewery can make this beer have success with it and get it all the way to to just how did you get how did you get New Orleans out of Memphis? Is it Memphis? <laughs> Sorry. All this come on. The South. My bad. The South. <laughs> yeah. um, and people think that, you know, we're all coastal elites. <laughs> how weird. <laughs> my bad i meant um, the southern states um hey Cass is here Cass, you want to make your quick pitch to james about canning his product 
I already did oh, that God. via email. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd it go, Jason? Did you tell him to shit in his hat? Were you like, were you like do you have green no, glass no, hands yet? I told him it's say, not. Wait, do you have green glass <laughs> hands yet? green hands yet? <laughs> I need green glass cans or you can fuck right off. I'm 100% authentic. <laughs> have we met, Cass? <laughs> I've already I've already made my pitch. I've already made my pitch. Cass, Cass is like that beer salesman in New York City who drinks old fashions and says you don't need to know shit about beer to sell it. That's right. Well, I am drinking a mixed cultured can from our friends at Fox Farm, just in lieu of uh, our, our lovely guest. Oh, do you guys so. can for them? Of course we do. Yeah, I'm suspicious of their instincts these days. But anyway, um, so Back anyway, last time you were on James, last yeah. time you were on James, uh, you were what I'll call a gypsy cool shipper. You were driving your cool ah, ship right. around like some yeah. itinerant. Some itinerant farmer from a Steinbeck novel looking for anybody with a little mash to throw in the back of a truck. <laughs> we got we got kind of deep and fun into the nuances of Ocean County versus Bergen County and all the different places you were doing it. Mm-hmm. You were moving around. You'd started off with some real pretty things and we're moving into some time behind you really developed things. Mm-hmm. And you had kind of three brands you were leaning into and fuck arounds beyond that. And then you ended up with a real place in Pennsylvania making beer the same place every day for the rest of your life. How's that been? That's the dream. (laughs) Um, It's been, it's been good. The move was, um, I, uh, I don't know how anybody does it. I don't know how we did it. um, Moving a, you know, moving a brewery. I know, I know people do it, but it sucks. It took, you know, a year and a half easily and uh and yeah, two years like off that. your life yeah yeah i've, yeah, got, I've we... got a very small piece of brewing equipment i promised uh lucas todd di matteo a year ago and all i really need to do is find a pickup and a weekend to drive there and he can have it and i can't fucking figure that out at all so i don't know how you would move yeah two pieces yeah <laughs> um yeah no it was brutal but the you know right the flip side of that is now we're just all here in one place um yeah rehomed the cool ship uh to its uh permanent and non-wheeled home okay uh, yeah we're so now we're brewing uh our own for the past two brewing seasons just about everything has been brewed in house um and that's been you know, a little more work, but a little shorter days because I don't have to be a terrified truck driver. Terrified. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm almost completely uh, off the quaaludes. Um, <laughs> no longer, no longer spend falling asleep every night biting my fingernails. I I know um, Augie's going to have a bunch of technical questions, but I imagine that wait, there no, are folks what, who are mm-hmm. what what. All right, go ahead. So, hold this. This is come on, man. Don't get in the way of two brewers. Anyway, James, so my first question is last time you were on the intriguing thing and kind of what the thread we were pulling at was the difference in terroir place to place where you yeah, were. Yeah, this is where I was going. To happen. I my new natural. question is, yeah. my new question is, are you seeing vintage variation now? Because that's kind of the part I'm most excited about as I get to continually let it happen. Are you right. seeing vast difference Vintage I mean, to vintage, so in only being two years in, and having just barely kind of started tasting through this past winter's stock, it's and, and also we've made a handful of recipe adjustments, usually increasing the hopping rate to try to bring overall acid down. Um, it's it's still there's still too many variables. I would say the once we get everything. I don't know. We're gonna be we're gonna be tinkering with shit forever if I if I know myself. But I think eventually we'll reduce the variables enough that kind of weather and season um will have a more striking role. I get that. Let me ask vintage, you yeah. let me ask you the same question a different way, vintage wise. Mm-hmm. Um do you, do you re- remarkably remember a difference in primary year to year? Like, was there like a hard fast year and a slow chill year or has it kind of been the same way? Usually it's usually also dependent on other things. Um, depending on season temperature, 
Um, so anything high pollen in the air is always going to pick up real quick in primary. Um, if it's, you know, 60 degrees out instead of high of 30, it's obviously going to pick up way, way, way quicker. Um, so those are still kind of the big ones. Uh, also how frequently you're brewing, um, you know, we clean everything, but you kick up yeah, got all, the it. With all the cleaning and everything. And so then I think like, yeah, Allagash throws away their first batch of every year. And uh, Pierre Tilcan has talked about like, yeah, seeing that there's a quick, I think, a, I think he says there's a quicker fermentation from places that are brewing like multiple times a week instead of, you know, maybe once a week or once every couple of weeks. Interesting. That's cool. Um, yeah, because I basically at this point just do all that stuff in October and then move on. So, yeah, October. You know, I don't see such October a long nice. season. What's up? Kinda, yeah, post post frost October is like post first frost is always really really nice. Yeah, agreed. Um, very cool, dude. So, my next question is: I'm sorry that I don't remember brand by brand, but you had <laughs> like. At the time, you were kind of going for a dependable consistency, multi-vintage project for at least one or two beers where there was, you can always get this one. And then you were kind of fucking around. Does that stick? Are you still making those beers? How'd that all come? We're still doing both. We're still making What were they called? I remember them being good names, but I can't, I don't remember the name. One was a hazy IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did. Dude, Marshmallow that. Stout and IPA. <laughs> Have you heard of them? Anyway, go on. I'm sorry, James. I can't I, help an easy joke. <laughs> so Berliner Messe is our kind of right. yeah, hybrid thing. Um, so just, yeah, shorter turbid mash, short boil time, uh, pulled out of the cool ship while it's still hot, uh, held warm for spontaneous lacto uh, acidification and then racked to barrels where it starts fermenting. Kind of shorter turnaround time on that, but realistically at this point, that's like a year where you're kind of hoping in the four to six month range. Um, our Saison series is called Mont Saint Victoire after the uh, oft painted uh, mountain in the south of France by Saison. Uh, Paul Saison. Mm-hmm. This is the joke, but you know. Anyway, um, and so we do. Thank you for explaining it to me, but I get it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a couple variations on that. Well, Cezanne was already taken, you know, by a handful. No, I get it. I just I'm so happy with it. When I was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never occurred to me. So right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we do that. Uh, our just kind of you know proper lambic style beer is just spontaneously from a golden ale that we don't really kind of designate that just kind of has its own label we have like a kind of foil little madeline pan label for uh just kind of unfruited un- untreated expressions um blended or otherwise and then a handful of yeah fruited or specialty barrel uh variations on that got Cass can get through. you into 19 twos for that yeah, if, if you, you, if you, yeah, wanna, yeah. If, you know if you were if you were thinking the best thing that could happen to these beers is i hermetically seal them perfectly in aluminum and give them no ability to develop from here i know a guy that can help you with that yeah but but yeah. penn Reverse. station commuter beer yeah true true opening four volumes of co2 little 375 James, can I make a deal with you that will benefit Cass? If I ever see a motherfucker on Metro North with a lambic basket and five (laughs) tulips, can you please can one of these for Cass? We have canned our beer. Like it's it's not that I'm like inherently opposed to it. He can Um, do that for you tomorrow. He's got the technology. (laughs) We don't presently have enough to warrant it. We, we started canning in this like awkward period between upgrading our corker when hand seaming every can for can conditioning was somehow faster per volume. Wow. Than, than bottling. Um, you really do things on a small scale, James. Yes, that's no longer <laughs> the case. And so it, it is, is an even more, it's stacked labors of love. Um, happy Labor Day to can our beer. <laughs> yeah. 
Well done. Talk about I I, feel, I I have so many more questions to ask, but I feel like we're not going to get a cleaner exit than Happy Labor Day. Um, can we talk right, about so then, beer too? So no, wait. I guess we can, but I, I'd are rather we, talk about Yes, yeah, start drinking. Yes. yes, open beer too. Start drinking Justin. beer too. All right, I'll distract you a bit while uh, well. So anyway, next question is. You were also very good about locally sourcing your fruits and stuff. Do you still pull shit from Jersey or are you trying to just pull near you in Pennsylvania for your longer projects? So, right. So we do some Jersey because we love growers and people in Jersey. So we still use Rabbit Hill for the bulk of our malt. Um, We'll probably... I hope this isn't the first Hillary's finding out about this. We'll probably get try to eventually get some raw weed, like you know, closer to home. But that's not careful. Really, don't, no don't, don't, don't watch there. this. Watch me, watch me, watch me. Big up Hillary in the middle of the discussion. She just bought a stone mill, so not only can she give you raw wheat, she can give you ground at Rabbit Hill flour. How just big? Saying. We've got a stone mill that's big nicer she's than... she's psyched about it she's 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 okay. going into the pasta business buddy she's I'll leaving play us. With it for sure you know yeah you know. oh so, yeah that's what i'm saying just yeah. she she literally was just telling me about it so that's awesome. new addition to her world that seems to suit your needs not sure. so mostly that you got to remember there's that evil part of me that wants to make the point that jersey drove you away with their laws and hurt our farmers and our you know just right. retailers but I also know and love Hillary, and I would probably buy her malts if I was brewing in New Orleans. Callback. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, um, it's that good, for sure. So, yeah, we'll yeah, keep you. So, you're going to be the guy who shows up in New Orleans and asks where all the ribs are at. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you forgot the word again. Uh, no, that's where, that's where you eat the donuts without holes, right? Beignets? That's right. In yeah. Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> Memphis yeah. beignets Memphis, are the best. Beignets. Memphis famous for its beignets. And it's I feel gumbo. like I definitely had a po boy last yeah. time I was in Memphis. Anyway, back to James. So Rochester. Keep yeah. keep keep going with that thread. So what okay. fruits are you getting where? And you know, all the shit you do is so important on dirt. What dirt yeah. are you playing with? Um well, there's there's now, like, where we were in Mercer County, there was not a ton in our backyard, and what there was was usually, like, expensive, you know, Princetonians doing pick-your-own, and so it was oh, not yeah. you know, justifiable <laughs> at scale. $83 um, tomato, buddy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the memories, the memories yeah. you make with the kids. So... <laughs> So the situation like this year, so I still get calls from a couple farmers in Jersey and uh, I can't say no usually. And so I, I tend to keep working with them for blackberries uh, primarily, I would say blackberries, raspberries, um, some other yeah handful of things. Um, we've got, we've got here the, Old Order Mennonite run Kutztown Produce Auction that happens three times a week. Man. And it's only that just sounds awesome. Yeah, it's 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 like a proper there's two auctioneers going at once. Um just a bunch of like, you know, farm stand produce buyers and a bunch of yeah, a bunch of old order Mennonites local um to the community. But, yeah, both buying and selling. Um so you just kind of you can go around, smell a lot of peaches, decide you want that, bid on it, get it somehow cheaper than everything I was getting in Jersey, with the exception of some things that tended to be picked kind of underripe for, uh, you know, shipping all over the country right. to grocery stores, which is not any kind of ideal. Um, That's a, so. That, let me ask you two questions. Great. Yeah. Let me ask you two questions here. One: Do you watch Letter Kenny? No. Should okay. I? Okay. Well, of course you should. It's hilarious. Okay. But now, there now, is a, now based on this, there's yes. an auctioneer character in there and an entire group of Mennonites. And Water. it's just the both. But when you started, I literally have an exact vision of the guy that can only talk in, I got one, I got two, I got the from oh, Letter yeah. Kenny. Yeah. 
and the Mennonites. Anyway, but number two is, can anybody walk in here and bid, or did you get need yeah. to get some special permission to be a participant? You no, you just go like register. Um, but it, anybody anybody can do it. There's all kinds of just like people that walk in. If you're in the area on a Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday morning, I would do it. It's even just for the experience. It's wild. Yeah, I, it sounds fantastic, and I can't it believe is. you're not that far from where I live. I can't believe you're the person telling me about this when I'm 52. It's, that it's, is cool. You, you would love it. Um, I imagine I would. And I'm hoping, you know, with time that that becomes, I don't know if they're like, you know, all of our produce goes to the goes to auction no matter what. But as we start to kind of like learn, hey, oh, you grew this rhubarb that I just won. Like, you know, do we cut out the, do we cut out the middleman? Can I just buy this rhubarb, you know, straight from you, et cetera? um we'll see it because I, I kind of prefer working direct but this is uh minimally yeah yeah I, as as a guy who paid for his brewery by being a middleman i understand yeah um all right so john wants to talk about glass too i've I got two i've got all right you go first because you see i'm, exci- much more I'm excited by this i'm excited by this oh, one it john, is... you're the downfall of humanity how dare you I'm serious. Uh, I'm the I'm the voice of my generation. And, you, are. Uh, you are, and my generation, generation is, is craving old school sugar, West sugar, Coast sugar yes. in a West Coast IPA. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God! Can somebody these just are please the, put these three are the West Coast IPAs? The these are the West Coast IPAs that I were that I was raised on. If you so if you sweet. stop for just like half a second, it's so this sweet. is. This, the, no, it's, you're wrong. It's, it's, stop. It's you're not lying. sixty, but it's sixty. It's sixty adjacent. No, it no, is. Oh yeah. Stop. Here's here. All right. So I got two ways I can go with this, and I, I literally went both ways in my head. I my hope is they were sitting around and being like, I want to make a seven and a half percent IPA, bordering right on double. I want it to be crystal clear West Coast. And I want to use traditional hops, but no bittering addition or a very small bittering addition. But to sell it, I need to make it way too sweet, right? Or they just said, I don't know, take our old beer and finish it two Plato higher. That's what the kids are drinking. I'm sorry that but you either, don't like fun. Either Hang way, on a second. I want to hear what way, James, James was ready. Yeah, James, James was ready. Re- oh, oh, James, James was ready with his tasting but notes. Either way, hold on, hold on. I'm done here. I was wrapping up. But what I'm saying is either way, when I smell it, I'm delighted by all the things I smell because they're familiar and comfortable and very identifiable. But when I drink it, I just get sugar. Anyway, James, go on. I, 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 I know what you're talking about, but with that amount of bitterness... That's the balance I quote grew up with, I guess. I grew up yeah. with in a beer drinking sense, where like you could have and frequently the you know the modern IPA has that amount of sugar and no bitterness, and it's just a cloying mess to me. Oh sure. This like because yeah, there's residual sugar, but with that, like what I'm left with, like my final impression upon drinking it is always that's just that drying, nicely bitter effect. Um yeah, it's a real it's a real nostalgia bomb for me. Like there's even yeah. I don't know, just like a summer shipping. It's like the tiniest bit kind of oxidized my can. I don't know like, you know, I don't know what but y'all. But yeah, but it's yeah, but it's like that old school like, kind of thing, right? Right. It's, yeah. In in a way that I I you know. And it's yeah, it's, right. not, it's not far enough along that it's like unpleasant. I'd at all. love to have a torpedo or a ninety to put next to this to see if it's I, as much sweeter as I think it is. I I think that it would be in sync with sixty. Torpedo would have a little bit more of that hot bite, hot burn in my There's mind. Something but this, about but the, this, but, there, but right. this beer is. Let me try to present that this cloth. to you too. But wait, let me try to present this to you as a different approach to what I'm trying to describe. I may not mean sweetness as much as I mean sugariness. Okay, yeah, there's the kind of candied orange thing. Yeah. Like, you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's to me, it's just presenting as sugary. I know what you're saying, especially James, where the dryness wins. I'm sorry, the bitterness, bitter dryness wins in the yeah. end. I get that. So that's probably the sweetness, right? That's probably the Play-Doh. Right. And I'm misrepresenting what I mean. But overall, there's a sugariness to the palate that is very cloying to me. Whereas 
I believe that's what's moving the aromatics. The aromatics are tight. They're pretty. They're gorgeous. They're fun to smell. The res- the beer on my palate is too sweet for that. Fair? Sure. Fair, not fair? John? Yeah. All no, right. this, is, this is one of those ones where if somebody gave this to me, this is a traveling beer, right? This is something that I would want in a far off, not a far off, but like an airport in a different part of the country, like not Newark. Um, or this is a beer that if it was on Amtrak, I'd be excited about, or I, this is Amtrak beer has become a thing on this show only. Like somebody yelled at us about Amtrak beers coming up. Oh, um, yeah, it was like, somebody, like yeah, don't drink too much on the Amtrak. Don't drink too much on the Amtrak. It was like, we had one, one beer. We had one beer. Yeah. But, uh, we waited you... We waited for six and a half hours for that train, and we only had one beer. Right, um, let me let me parlay great. this for you. You're headed right now. Basically, what this show at James is, is you pre-gaming um, – a boss concert because this is the only time we could all get something at new time and james yeah. thank you sure. so no you're problem. you're you're going to um i guess giant stadium to east rutherford new jersey but your your best hope tonight is that you see in 19-2 of and we know you're only going to see in 19-2 of uh Miller Grey Light. Goose yeah. Island or whatever it is. No, they'll have their bullshit IPA. Great Goose there. Island. Yeah. Um, it's Bourbon but, County Stout mixed with vodka. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but do you feel like this is like I imagine for you it's a good gateway drug to those shitty beers, right? Because it's half the distance between the classics, your Maharajas, yeah. your nineties, your whatever, and what you're gonna be faced with out of stovepipes tonight. Yeah. If 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 I had my druthers about me, I would have a couple of these for like the tailgate and I would drink two before going into the stadium and then just sort of maintain with whatever disappointing so. option is gonna be near you know <laughs> my section of uh do you uh, think by the comparison they show worse or better? What do you mean? The the other beers? Yeah. I think the other beers shine better because of this. This lays a good foundation where I'm not going to care as much. You were saying what, seven and a half before? I'm going to agree with that. I think it it's it's it it has some heft to it. If it's any higher, I'm going to be disappointed. If it's any lower, I'm going to be delighted. But I think seven and a half is is yeah. I like this. It, it's just, it's a good background. I get having it. A I good get it. And you guys, you guys really did the, turn my, a, you guys did bring out my better nature. Beer. You guys did bring out my better nature where I was like, sure, I can see all that. I think it's just a little too sugary for me. Um, but I also know that if I could make O-Dub slightly more sugary like this, it would please a certain amount of people a lot more than it does. So I get it. Um, um, Justin, what is it? Justin is not here. On. All right, hold on. This is just, just unwrap your Sorry guys. Like yeah, Sorry, I was on oh, the... hey, Justin. Hi. This is, this is from Noda Brewing in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is pop, drop, and roll. Nice. Uh, made by Augie's uh, crush, Chad Henderson from Noda Brewing. Oh, nice. Yay. Yeah. Chad, Chad, who we had on the show when we were in Denver the last time, if memory That's right, says. two years ago, I think, yeah. Yeah, at, I, at I, one I of the beer stash shows. You have zero memory of that No show, memory. No yeah. memory. You no. were so by the in way, love with By the Chad. way, I had to send Ashley the text it, uh, yesterday that I'm in Denver in two weeks. She's like, new phone, who dis? <laughs> yeah, she's like, Augie, please. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, haven't we suffered enough? Yeah. 72 hours of Augie. My liver is not up to going um, to a beer conference. Hey, speaking of Denver, so a couple of years ago. Wait, wait, wait. J- okay, go on. James set up at the Great American Beer Festival. I don't I don't care about your thoughts on this, Augie. Um, but James I set up at the Great, American, the Great American, beer Festival, American Beer Festival. And I had uh, quite a few folks coming up to me at the time, and James knows the story of being like, oh, my God, have you heard of the Reverend? Like, and I was like, yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> and one of the people was Tommy Arthur. Yeah, like, this is this he is. Was hanging out, he was hanging out, drinking everything. It was great. Yeah, Tommy, like, it was trying to like tell me about Jersey breweries, and I was like, I, I that's know awesome about Jersey breweries. Uh, dude, this is the uh, first time I ever wanted to, to be at the American Beer Fest. Yeah, 
Um, I would have been like, Tommy. <laughs> uh, and then you did the Denver Rare Beer Tasting uh, one yeah, year. Yeah, last year. Last year. Yeah, I saw you yeah, there thanks. for that, which yeah. is always a lot of fun. Um, and I'm I'm remembering now, Chad Henderson, who founded Noda, was a volunteer at uh, the Denver Rare Beer Tasting and was stationed at the Dogfish Table and got to meet Sam and got inspired to go start his own brewery. Uh, because oh. of being at that tasting, um, which is it now sort of is clicking in my mind as I'm, I'm sort of putting this all together on why I was thinking 60 with this beer earlier. Um, but you've done those things before. I, I didn't see you on the list for this year. No, um, we, yeah, I said that we were going to do it every five years and then this would have been um, five years later and we're not going to be there. So I it, lied it, to myself. Is but... the is the allure gone? Or is it just times are different or tough well, or yeah? You know, uh, no, the allure's not going for me. I'm too um I'm too old man about beer, I think, to to have the allure be totally gone for something like GABF. Granted, our BA membership has lapsed by like two and a half, three years, I wanna say. Um, so that'll need to be kind of the first thing. You feel they're not providing you all the protections and and I I and feel so, they are not doing support uh, a, support a the money they ask for and get to. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean it's a, it's a low it's a low cost entry. Oh, really James, like, we got to actually come sit with you and get drunk off camera. Yeah, this I I I, I we love on camera. Where, oh, I yeah. love where nobody told hearted. me I'd be filmed. <laughs> I just I love where you where your where your curmudgeonly state is at this point. I, I love it. It this you know. It is. I mean, I'm like I'm pretty happy with the way things are like for us, you know, kind yeah. of all considered. But yeah, and I try but, not to be too down on everything because there's you know obviously more great beer out there now than yeah than there's been. You just gotta not you know do too much sight unseen. No, not you know. No offense to this blind tasting, which these two beers were carefully selected and delightful. But yeah, and actually Care both carefully is a strong good. word. But yeah, I would definitely okay. give both of these three stars on Untapped, and I'm sure they would do great <laughs> at a the three bottle cap. What's that? What's that artist? You know, the no art at an art thing you do where you judge beers hall because these would both succeed hugely in contests. They're both so middle of the road. Well, there's a World Beer Cup Gold Award on this Hop, Drop, and Roll. <laughs> I was just Shut about to say, yeah. Yeah. There? yeah, there is. Yeah. There's the, um... yeah, they World... nailed it. Yeah, World You know Beer what Cup I'd like to see, though? You know what would be fun is if I could get, does it say what year it won? Is it current? It doesn't say. Uh, so I'd love to get, say. because it's of every... we're framing World Beer Cup is every year all... now, so. But since we're framing this all in the context of our seven years since the last time we sat down with James, I'd love to have this. And then whatever one for this category exactly seven years prior and see if this tastes as sweet compared to me. Mm. Or is this just a shift in judges' palates too that, that they just like sugary stuff more these days? Yeah. Anyway, I like hey, where let... James was at with positivity since we do have to wind down. Since one We of us do. I got to I gotta go get my makeup on and uh, get fix my hair road, up pretty. Bud. Do you want me to bring my scissors and fix your t-shirt for you? You guys offering that service in the in nothing, the parking no, lot? Just uh, nothing I like better. Everything than a pair can be a crop scissors top. and a concert tee. Everything is a crop top. Um. Anyway, James, are you going to be there? For coming tonight? out, man. We we miss you. We miss you here in NJ. Um, we do. I'll be, you know, we we as a business probably won't be back, but I'll be I'll be back. I know, but you know what I mean. I it yeah. was what you know what's super funny to me, and you did such a good job making such an impression that. If you go on to those wonderful cesspool New Jersey beer Facebook rooms, every time somebody <laughs> asks so for a good New Jersey sour, they say you should try their effort. And I'm oh, like, they're still they're still saying it good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, good for you, James. Every time I'm like, wait till they find out. Uh, yeah, you should definitely go to the Refer to Mercer and get their fucking amazing spontaneous beers. James, do you have any things. idea what business took over your old spot? It's totally vacant. We were just there like a month ago. There's nothing there. I would so love for it to be just back? some sort of like all of the company and, and just have a neck beard there. show up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Looking somebody for the called... Berlin Ameter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bl like... Didn't you guys do a cherry one this week? What are you talking about? We're a lumber yard. How many two by fours do you want? No, no, no. I'm here for the cherry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, anyway, hey, I know this won't air until Monday, but if anybody is a time traveler and is listening to this in advance, if you see me at the concert tonight, um, say Ignore hi and buy a beer. Nice. Nobody, nothing better than a 19.2 Grey Goose Island from I'll John buy, Hall. I'll buy a 19.2, a high life. Uh, well, I appreciate you guys. Kennedy, are you going to give us a letter or are we going to say goodbye? Oh, yeah, let's do a letter. Jesus Christ. He doesn't have a letter. Hey, Cass, you ready? Cass. Cass yes, is putting I'm out ready. a cigarette. Right, Cass, ready. tell them where they go to get James's cans. Um, and then tell them how to give us money and five stars on iTunes and Spotify and support independent beer journalism. We're not doing the letter first? Oh, we have a letter? I thought he said I don't have one. Oh, all right. Well, if we don't have a letter, you can write Cass, those you want to make up a letter? Always I don't funny. even I don't even have anything clever to, to come up with right now. So we're just I, I got a letter. This is from uh, Brian C. Uh, <laughs> and he's got a question for James. Have you thought about canning? And if so, <laughs> when can I start? <laughs> In due time, man, you can't rush greatness. Oh, is that right? You can't you, rush you can't. greatness, but he can do 15 pallets an hour. Nice. Yeah, that's I can't. That's that's like two years of work, <laughs> and not light work. Anyway, hey, no. it's right, a conversation Cass, for another day. Right, hey, Cass, do your thing, man. Hey, do write us, thing, write us a letter. Whether it's hate mail, love letters, uh, letters to the editor, uh, steal this beer. Very podcast, important canning letters. You know, hey, hey, if you need any canning, canning solutions, suggestions. yeah, canning you know solutions. where to find me. Brian at ironheartcanning.com. You know, follow my other shit too at I Drink Good Beer while we're at it. You know, got a lot of cool content coming out. Went to one of the best breweries in Las Vegas last week. You see that post going up. Uh, what else we got? Facho Libre, Twitter, Instagram. Yes. You know, this beer. We are very behind on posting things there. Sorry, my fault. Um, yes. Yeah. Do we even use our social media anymore, Justin? We do. We do. Untap, see what we're drinking. We got about, you know, three months of beer to log there, too. So, you know, I just need to find a time to do it. You know, Hitchens has just given up on us. He hasn't contacted us in forever. If you're still listening this late in this episode, you know everything he's saying right now. (laughs) So so now is the time to act for just pennies a day. Patreon support us. Patreon to Cutstown, Pennsylvania to go meet the Mennonites. And yeah. to drink oh. Berliner mess with, yeah. yeah that n- like, now, that now great this part of this conversation always comes up with the collaboration. And all I want to do with you, James, is come go to that auction and buy something we put in beer. Yeah, that sounds that's, amazing. That's kind of, it, it can go that way. That it sounds amazing be, yeah. to me. I love it. All right, y'all, get at us.